This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Good evening, everyone. How's everybody doing? Hey there. Hi. How's everyone? Hi. Hey there. Hello. Hey there. Hello there. Welcome to this Thursday edition you of the know. ENN. Ray Row. On TWE. And it's on TWE. We love that. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to our good friend, Michael K. Good. Go crap on okay. the lake. I don't care. It's not the cleanest, but it's still very funny. It's got a chance to make a run. Good evening what? to Don and Richard. And fellas, one last thing. Let me tell mm. you. I think one last thing was at 2.45 of that five-minute conversation we had with Richard in the 4 o'clock hour. I had a senior moment. Don? Shaq, don't do crack. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Don. You can pick it up with your hands, but it's still going to be uncomfortable. Peter? I want to buy crack. Shaq, don't do crack. A lot of crack talk on this show. (laughs) And Peter again. My triple G breasts are too big. <laughs> My triple G breasts are too big. Wow. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. That's, that could do something. That's gonna. Oh boy. That could do something, right Peter. there. Peter, we're gonna rub football all over ourselves today. Yeah. And uh, I gotta tell you, Peter, it runs in the family. Let's say good evening to Marco. But there was a face-off. Daddy. Marco, Marco, I'm doing a show. He, he, that's, he cannot resist. That's a nether region drop that's going to make a run. We could have Don versus Don again. We didn't think we could. We know! But we might. Wow. But we just, might. Just came downstairs and asked for the computer. He knows what he wants. Good for him. Good for he him. He also knows he's not allowed. Daddy's working. They... they <laughs> It's interesting. The kids are now, not that they didn't have a mind of their own before, but they're taking over the house is what you're saying. That's right. You'll well, think about day. it. They're, they're at an age that they can just do whatever. They, they run. There's they good run and bad them. with it. Like, you can leave the room now. They don't have to have constant supervision. I mean, I mean you can't leave the house, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no one's leaving the house. But this is what happens when there is that lapse where now he, you're trying to explain to a five-and-a-half-year-old, I'm on television. Uh, there's a lot of Michael K's yeah. work. I love Michael K's work. That was my favorite. Oh, that, well, yeah, that's the thing. It was it was the same with Declan too. Like Michael K, like I'm going to work at the Amico station. Or I'm going to go work at AT and T. I'm going to go work at Michael K. He, he's he's the industry standard now. Well, hey, way, crap on okay. the lake. I don't care. He might still be on that. He maybe will have that option to go and work with Michael K. You know, who knows? That's right. Guys, I think this is important. We should get to it. Enter the ESPN New York No-Hitter Sweepstakes for your chance to win $25,000. Find the No-Hitter tile on the ESPN New York app, pick a team, and submit your entry. Today's qualifier is Danielle Trial from Miller Place, New York, who has chosen New York's National League team to throw a no-hitter today. Good choice. The American League team is off. Mm. Presented by MoheganSunCasino.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Guys, I have breaking news. (laughs) I have breaking news. Tomorrow, on ENN, special guest, Kimball, Don's trainer, will join wow, the program. Wow, that's big. That is big. How'd you pull that off? Yay! Well, listen, I was told we needed bigger guests. We got Kimball. 
Did you Jeff speak Tobin? to him? I texted with Kimball. Okay. He's very excited. Wow. And we're excited, too. And with that, by the way. You're a big boxing guy, right? I hate boxing. <laughs> what am I doing lately? He's kickboxing. Got a good future. Tom McGregor's kickboxing update. Kidding me? You see the picture on Twitter, Peter? Oh, yeah. Don's looking ripped. Oh. Didn't even put gloves on today. What'd you it do today? It was boot camp day Ooh. at kickboxing. So what Kimball does is he sets up 12 different stations, and you spend 30 to 45 seconds at each station. Sometimes it's uh, you know lifting 25 a 25-pound weight behind your back or bench pressing or going through an obstacle course. Very high energy. You go through them three times in the hour. And then I want to take a picture with him to put on social media. And Kimball's only on Instagram. He's not a Twitter guy. Good for him. You might have saw it on Instagram. So I took the picture, and he's like, no, show the guns. Let's flex. So I flexed. Wow. Look at you. Look at you. Did you see it? I'm excited for this. I I saw it. I I found myself uh, excited by it. And he's a fan of the show. This is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to this. He's a big fan of the show. He's a big fan of Peter. He listens to Hot. Listen, they had a 6 a.m. class today, so he's actually up before Peter. Wow. He's a, he does a 6 a.m. class? That's right. Wow. I don't know if I could walk out at 6 a.m. That's got to be. Is this three days in a row for you, Donna, kickboxing? No, this is three out of four, and I'm going tomorrow. How do you I'm feel? Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm You're gonna doing do four. four out of five this I'm week? I'm four out of five this How week. How do you feel right now? Fantastic. That's, That's why I want to keep going, because I'm seeing results, and I'm having fun, and I want to make up for not going for a week when I was down the shore. Peter, I was in studio when this happened, when Don mm-hmm. went in for his 30-minute hit with uh, Barton Allen. I didn't know it was yeah. 30. And, and, Don, and Don chest bumped Allen. Allen was stunned. Like he couldn't believe the, the energy. The, power? the energy that he came in with. Yeah. And the power. And that's, and that's working with Bart Scott. There's a lot of energy there when you're working with Bart. And power. And power. They both was, did the power hour together. It was amazing. Wow. It was amazing. You guys mentioned the NBA schedule. You guys want to hear a little bit about the Knicks schedule? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. So you know, Peter, you're going to have to ask for tickets. Knicks Celtics opener. So we have that. You got to go, no, Peter? You know, I don't care about basketball for another three months after that. But yeah, I I try to. It's the opener. Come on, let's do this. You know what? You text Billy. That's what you do. That's right. Text Billy. Yeah, if he's in town, let's read. Well, because if Billy wants to go, then maybe I could get us tickets. Maybe. We'll see. Knicks versus Bucks on Christmas Day. Tip off at twelve p.m. Oh, hello! On. They love they love giving the Knicks the nooner on Christmas Day. They don't love they? making Ray Santiago work on Christmas. They really do. But at least it's and early. Alan. He can make it home for dinner. That's right. That's right. I'm always the Christmas Eve dinner though. But it depends. Everybody does it differently. Fifteen right. of the Knicks' first twenty-five games this season are on the road, and the Knicks have the six most nationally televised games in the NBA this season with twenty. Huh. This is an interesting one. Ian Begley pointed out on X. The Knicks play 12 back-to-backs that include travel in 2023-24. The average number is nine per team. And the NBA says that the average number of those back-to-backs in 23-24 is a league low. But the Knicks have 12. So above the average. Hmm. That's a pain. I guess I'd have to look at what the travel is for them on some of those back-to-backs. Yeah, but, but that, that's what happens with when you're in the division that you're in because you can you Brooklyn, Philly. There's a lot of easy trips, right? 
Like when you're Dallas and you're playing back to backs, you probably other than you know San Antonio and Houston, but everybody in your division is yep. pretty quick. So I'm looking at one at Atlanta, at New Orleans. That's already games two and three. Oh, that's a, you'll walk that. That's nothing. That's back light to back work. on the Cavs, Jacob tells me. Charlotte in uh, at home against Charlotte, and then at Boston, November twelfth and thirteenth. Mm, that's not nothing. That's not nothing. Away at the Wizards, away at Charlotte, the seventeenth and eighteenth. Couple of dubs right there. Wow, wait a minute. So that's that's the twelfth and thirteenth, Charlotte, Boston, and then the, they have a day off, and then they do another back to back. So travel. four and five nights. Oh my God, there's gonna be a lot of load management. I mean, you can't do it. take a night oh, off. Jacob is, yeah, no. Jacob is just giving me brilliant, <laughs> brilliant notes in my ear. That's part of the and the very important, always exciting. Some of those games, by the way, NBA playing. Oh boy, oh, that I, is going to be that's something. You kidding we, me? Come on, throw out the records. Come on, Phoenix, LA, back to back in Phoenix in LA on the fifteenth and sixteenth of that's, December. Ten and ten thirty starts. Pretty good teams. That's not around the corner. Orlando, Indiana, December twenty ninth and thirtieth. Orlando, Indiana. Uh, again, you throw out the record books when these two get together. Philly, Washington isn't so bad in January. But a lot of these, you know, those are those as Peter said, they're dubs. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They, yeah they, I feel good about these. If you're a Nick fan, so that's pretty cool. It's nice to see that these schedules out. I'm excited, of course, for. The hockey season schedule was out a little earlier. Like in the months month. ago. Oh yeah. Still waiting on my Rangers schedule. I can't wait for that. Well, listen, that you're gonna you're gonna be waiting a while. Come on. What are we talking about? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I don't know if you guys know this. We get a lot of Yankee calls on this show. Uh, you know, I've noticed that over the years. And, and, and we hear a lot about the analytics. Well... Yesterday, Ben Ruda made news because he was in Foul Territory's chat. I guess they have a chat along with their YouTube show, mm. or the show that they do, and he was talking about the Yankees and their analytics, and it got a lot of notoriety, and I thought to myself, I remember sitting in my car about a month ago, sure, hearing Anita Marks had Ben Ruda on, there you go. and talk about all this stuff. Really? So I went back and took a look, and on... The 15th of July, Anita had Ben Ruda on one of her shows on Saturday or Sunday morning. Do you know the significance of July 15th? What is that? My brother's birthday. Oh, my gosh. And the birth of the K show. Oh, my. Wow. I should know that date by heart. Coinkydink? I think not. Uh, I think not. Good stuff happens on that day. Um, Let's hear... Now, Ben was in the Yankee farm system back in 2017, 2018. Here's what he had to say about the main analytic that the Yankees look at and what it rewards and what it doesn't reward. The main analytic the Yankees use is this thing called hit effects OPS. So what that does is it takes out the defense and it takes all your launch angles, it takes all your exit velos, and it gives you a projected OPS on that ball in play, which in theory sounds good because it takes away bad luck. So if you line out and the guy catches it, it's no longer an out in this and it's a line drive, which is kind of like what you're you're looking for. So if you get robbed, you get rewarded in theory. But what it doesn't take into account is strikeouts. 
So if you're a guy that puts the ball in play a lot and say you put it in play softly, instead of striking out and you get a hit, you actually get penalized. So to get a higher hit effect OPS, you're better off striking out than hitting a weak single with two strikes, which to me makes no sense. That makes no sense. He's absolutely right. Not doesn't make no sense. It makes no sense. Sorry. Now, we need to hear from somebody else. What do you mean? I'm hoping you have this sound. Okay. Now, if you're a Christian, excuse me, who do you believe in more than anybody? Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Yeah. If you're a Yankee fan, who is your Jesus? Begins with the same letter. G- your Jesus. Uh, your well. Jeter. That's right. Did Jesus. you hear what he said today? What did no, he say? I, you don't have that sound? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, How about that? Oh, yeah, no, and, and Anthony knows everything. So are you, That's oh, not true at all. No. Is that well, tell true? Us, just tell us. Don't, don't, rub, don't rub dirt in his eye. Well, tell I want to be able... I, honestly, I wouldn't be able to do it justice. Okay. You, you, you don't paraphrase a parable, do you? You don't. So That's you don't paraphrase the, the, the Jeter. <laughs> you don't paraphrase the Jesus... You don't paraphrase Jeter, so I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pull a Peter. Okay. And I am gonna. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up here on the computer and put the microphone to it. Interesting. That's the level of importance. Really, this, and, this and you very have it. important. Because I have no idea. I, I still honestly have no idea what you're talking about. Apparently, yeah, was, I, t- I just saw he he was interviewed somewhere, and I'm gonna get the video, and I'm gonna play it for you on the microphone as soon as I find it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, now we now no, you I got it, baby. I got it. You found it already? I got it. Let's see if we can turn this make up. Sure there's no, make, make this Anthony, work. what are the odds that when he tries to hit play, there's like an advertisement that plays for That'd this? That'd be great. Oh, let's do it. You ready? Don't Here we go. Here. Analytics. Right. You know, it's all, you know, analytics have taken over the game. I, I, I always think anytime you make a decision, you want to have as much information as you possibly can, right? Right. If you, if you say no to that, then you're not doing your job. But I also think you can't measure everything, uh, you know, Mr. Tory, Joe Tory, used to always say, "You can't, you can't measure person's heartbeat. That's People right. have heartbeats. Right? Right. You can't necessarily just take a player from Milwaukee and plug him into New York and think the same thing's going to happen. There's more pressures. You know, oh, right. you have to get to know people. And um, so analytics can't measure everything. And I think the game has gotten very, very analytical. There you go. Okay. Well, that." The reason Anthony wouldn't have heard about it today is is it's from November. No, yeah, but I found it today. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Drink Champs. By the way, I can't believe D- Jeter did. Dr- all due respect to Nori and EFN, who do a great job. I can't believe Jeter did Drink Champs, and we haven't had him in here yet. Well, look, I mean, he's, and, he's on the verge of showing up to a grand union. And look, there's a lot of people that, especially old school baseball players, that feel like the analytics are a little too much. Um, didn't Bo Bichette kind of say something similar when he was on with K-Rod the other week? Where he said, like, it's great to have all the information, but sometimes players don't want to hear about all the things they're bad at. Sometimes maybe just show us all the things we're good at. Okay, and but- and this is clearly, the Yankees are telling their minor leaguers, don't worry about strikeouts. Just worry about hitting the ball hard. And I know we, we sound like old men we say, but back when I played, Mm-hmm. The idea is what was to put the ball in play because things can happen. There could be a, what, what could be wrong with putting the ball in play, but they look at well, you can into a double play. But what, what, what good comes from striking out? 
And now, what was the other I conversation? It. It's I about it. what numbers you take. And, and, and what Ruta was saying is that they, they've selected this like one that, specific right. analytic as the end-all, be-all on who they draft and who they acquire. Like I said, I go back to when we had uh, Aaron Boone on last year about IKF, and we talked about how the, the organization thinks he's a great defensive shortstop. And we said, well, the numbers that we have seen says he's not. But there are three numbers that the Yankees looked at where he was top, I think, top five and then top ten in some defensive metrics. So it's really all that all the stuff you're looking at. Now, that OPS number that Ben Root is mentioning, are the Astros putting as much emphasis on that? Are the Dodgers putting as much emphasis on that number? I don't think they strike out as much as the Yankees do. So they're probably not. They're probably looking at a different analytic. Analytics aren't necessarily bad, guys. And everybody that's calling in, it's the way that the Yankees seemingly, or what they're putting their emphasis on, that's leading to the problems that they have. Well, like Jeter said, you know, you want to make every decision based on information, but you don't make it your God. You don't make it your religion where you just have to follow it blindly and have good, experienced people who have been around the block, you know, have the final say. I, 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 I just hate that we've taken everything that we've known about baseball and just thrown it away as it's complete garbage. They had no idea what this is the way to do it. Well, if everybody does it, well, not everybody can win. So somebody's got to think outside the box. Somebody's got to find the right button to push. And, and to Peter's point yesterday, it's been a while now since they've been able to do that. At least to their own satisfaction. Because have they won, Peter? No. No, they haven't. And when I heard the Ruta quotes from yesterday about the games they play, like the little fun games they play that only reward... What was it? It rewards walks. Oh, and, 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 and exit velo over 95 miles an hour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they said like a line drive that gets caught, a really hard-hitting line drive, you as get rewarded As long as it's 96, you're good. The only so problem you, was somebody caught it. Okay, well, that's a pretty big problem, isn't it? So do you want to live in a world, Peter? In a world. Yeah. Right. Where, yeah, you know what? We don't need a Tony Gwynn. We don't need a Wade Boggs. We don't need a Rod Carew. Guys that just made contact, got hits, consistently hit over 300, on base constantly. No, no, no. We've got to change. They've got to have launch angle. They've got to hit the ball harder. They've got to hit the ball out of the park. So all of these great players, completely obsolete. And the guys we laughed at, the Rob Deers and the Dave Kingmans back in the day, that's what we want. So that, that's what they're saying is, is that everything you, you knew about baseball, everything you thought was good was actually bad, and everything you thought was bad is actually good. I want to punch these people right in the eyeball. <laughs> now, that would be something, wouldn't it? I want to buy crack. I, I, yeah. I really hate them because they're just telling you that you're garbage. You're an old man. Get out of my way. We, we now have figured baseball out. Uh, well, not so much. But if you guys are interested, um, anybody listening that wants to hear more from Ben, um, our Twitter account, the 98.7 Twitter account, uh, X account, I should say, uh, posted the interview back from July 15th. I think Anita Good. has now retweeted it as well. Um, yeah, we promote Anita here. We promote our own here. Really, Good job out of her. Really interesting really interesting stuff um, that she got out of, out of Ben. Hey, Dalvin Cook was introduced today. You guys want to hear from him? On the Jets? Oh, that's right. Wow. Now, there's a 22-second cut here of why he signed with the Jets. How long does it take him to say Aaron Rodgers? You no, know, when I came on my visit, I think I pretty much seen everything I needed to see. Uh, 
You know, it was a good vibe with the coaches, the players, you know, everybody around the building. And, you know, obviously when you dig deep and look into the roster, I think all the pieces are put together. I think I can come help these guys. And you look at the running back room with MC, Brees, Bam, and all those guys with me just adding to it, I think it could be something special. There you go. How about none? Didn't mention Rodgers. Wow. How do you like them apples? Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Here's Dalvin Cook on playing with Aaron Rodgers. Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know, I couldn't be on the other side no more. So it was just like being, I got the chance to go join him and, you know, help him win, win again. You know, that was, that was a big thing to come, come over here. He isn't, he isn't here. Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know. I'll hear it twice. I like it. No, I'm good. Well, it's actually kind of interesting because we we worried, oh, he's going to go to Miami. We forgot about the fact that he did play against Rodgers in Minnesota. And does he really want to go to a team again where he has to worry about Aaron Rodgers? Now, this is going to feel much better. Like much, this is, much better. And, and, and uh, Barton Hahn were talking about this. Probably up there with, I think, the Niners and the Packers as the best running back room or duo, let's say, if we're going to go with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook in the league. Drew. Now, can we spin it this way, though? Like, we all thought that he he was using the Jets to get more out of the Dolphins. I think the opposite happened. Because if you look at it, the Dolphins didn't seem to be interested in the running back. They allowed the two best available running backs to go into their own division. Right? They, they didn't sign Elliott. Yeah. They didn't sign Cook. So I'm not sure the Dolphins. Gordon brought this up earlier this week because he's he's a Dolphin fan. They don't value the running back. They they don't they didn't draft the running back when they had a chance. They haven't been on a free agent running back this year. So it probably was the opposite. He went to Miami hoping to drive the price up for the Jets, and he ended up being what seven with eight plus in incentives or seven with they could get to eight with incentives. So maybe he doesn't get that if he doesn't threaten to go to Miami. But it doesn't sound like the Dolphins were interested in either Elliott or Cook. One more story, guys, before we get out of here. Uh, Jonathan Taze took to Instagram to thank Blackhawks fans for his time in Chicago. And while he's not retiring, he is taking some time off from hockey. If the Bedard era wasn't already official, Mm. it certainly is now. No Kane, no Taze in Chicago. A much different team this year. That's going to do it for ENN. Oh, come on now. That's that's lame. That's a bad job out of Anthony. What did I do? Yeah, I don't want him to stop. You know, you could have given us, you could have given time to comment off of that. My triple G breasts are too big. And we use that extra time to our advantage. Exactly. Taves had long COVID last year, Peter. That's why he missed a lot of time. And he did uh, come back, (laughs) I think, briefly at the end of the season. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if anybody takes a chance on him. But I think he has recovered. (laughs) And that'll do it for you. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.